following is a presentation of the Bellup Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pregame predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Scuff goes through, and Scuff stands! It's a one-on-one! That sounds good with you. Put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the Los Angeles Thieves 2023 CDL season recap. And also we are previewing this Sunday's matchup between the Detroit Lions hosting the Red Hot Atlanta Falcons. So without any further delay, let's go to get straight into today's action. All right, guys. So the Los Angeles Thieves definitely had a great season, but also there towards the end, it was kind of a uh, mediocre season most would say so you know the drill we always go over overall team stats not individual players but we will point out a few player standout moments so overall the los angeles Thieves map win loss ratio is a 56.9 percent 107 wins 81 losses series win loss ratio is a 58.3 with 28 wins 20 losses the series history for this team right here, ladies and gentlemen, their best matchup was honestly the ma- major four, where you got wins over Minnesota, Atlanta, and then Optic Texas, and Optic Texas twice in the grand final for the major four. But then you go into the stage five for qualifying, and you're losing to Toronto, New York, Florida, Minnesota, and your only win was against London. And that's really not a win to be bragging about, pretty much. And now, of course, now the, in the Major Five, you kind of bounce back with a win over Optic Texas and then London, but then lose to Toronto in the Losers Round 3, Match 2. And then from there, you just lost your COD Champs series. So this team definitely was... A great one. I mean, they came in the season hot and, you know, they kind of stayed relatively hot throughout the season. But then again, stage five, major five and COD champs kind of just went downhill a little bit. And that's something you really don't want to see from a team who just won COD champs a year ago. And so it's wasn't a great, well, it was a great season, but also at the same time, the expectations were set so high for the scene because you had Draza, you had Octane, Envoy, Kenny, all of them who won COD Champs a year ago, and they were expected to win it again this previous season, but no, it ended up being the New York Subliner. So uh, overall team stats for Hardpoint, 
Kills per 10 minutes, 87.3. Overall KD, 0.99. Engagements, 175.1. Deaths per 10 minutes, 87.8. And number of match or maps, I should say, is 80. Wow, that's a lot for hardpoint. Search and destroy. Kills per kills per round, excuse me, is 2.79. First blood percentage is 55.3%. Overall KD is 1.03. Engagements per round, 5.51. Deaths per round, 2.72. And number of maps is 58. And finally, for control, kills per 10 minutes, 74.3. Overall KD is 1.04. So definitely control was definitely their best mode by just like a 0.01 percentage. Engagements per 10 minutes is 145.9. Kills per 10 minutes is 71.6. And number of maps is 50. So a lot of maps for hardpoint, but their best series was Control at a 1.04 KD. And really their standout player this season, guys, has to be Envoy. Because Envoy definitely was a backbone in a lot of situations for the LA Thieves when you thought they were going to lose in a lot of situations, but then Envoy comes through. And really, the second standout player would have to be Draza, who is now part of the Atlanta phase. And Envoy is now part of the Toronto Ultra. Those were the two biggest contributors. And of course, now Octane definitely, he's the GOAT. He is the human um, cheat code, machine gun, you know, uh, whatever you want to call him. He's the human cheat code. He is like laser focused when it comes to the AR, and it's just it's on point every single time. But I think Envoy definitely had a down year this year compared to the Vanguard season. And but not not by much. I mean he was still again, he was still on point, still accurate with the shots. It was just the situation in the game at hand was not playing in his favor at times. So overall, my my overall grade for the LA Thieves definitely would be a B minus. You came in the season hot, you stayed kind of warm throughout the season, then you just got ice cold in that stage five and caught champs. If you really would have made it a little bit further in the stage five and in COD champs, that B minus could move up to at least an A. But I haven't stick with the B minus just for that simple fact. So now moving on over to the red hot 2-0 Atlanta Falcons, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, let me tell you, this Sunday is going to be a huge, huge test. We've already passed one test, and that was coming back from a, you know, a very good, well-rounded Green Bay Packers team, which we won 25-24, came back by 12 points or just double-digit points in general. And now we got the Detroit Lions, who is favored to really make the playoffs this year alongside with us, of course. And, guys, I really like this matchup right here because when it comes to the Falcons and Lions, we always treat this like a divisional matchup. You know, we're acting like this is Saints versus Falcons or Buccaneers versus Falcons, whatever. We, we're treating this like we're they're in our division. And, they're, of course, they're not because they're the North, we're the South. But we still treat it like it is for some odd reason. This game between the Falcons and Lions always comes down to the wire. 
It's always an intense matchup. And I feel like we're going to get the same thing this Sunday. So the Atlanta Falcons, ladies and gentlemen, are coming in as the third best total defense in the NFL. This is coming from Mike Conti at Mike Conti 929 on X. The rush defense is 22nd in the league. Pass defense is tied for second. Score defense is tied for eighth. That rush defense can be worked on a little bit, but hey, I'm still proud of the numbers so far. Total offense, we're coming in to four field with the 15th best offense. Rush offense is fourth because, of course, we got the best running running backs. Best offense or pass offense, excuse me, is 28th. I can see that being so low right now because we're not expecting too much out of Desmond Ritter, but we're expecting him at least to still make those competent throws to get us our first down and potentially a touchdown in in the end zone. Scoring offense is 14th. Kind of middle of the back can be cleaned up and scoring a little bit more, but hey, we got to clean up those penalties and we got to start at least being smarter in the end zone because I noticed that with the Green Bay game, there was a lot of points still left out on the field that could have been, you know, scoreable for the Atlanta Falcons. You know, Desmond Ritter could have ran in at certain times. Bijan could have cut, which I'm not putting all the blame on Bijan because he's, you know, God mode right now. But still, Bijan could have cut up a little bit. Tyler Algier, you know, someone could have gotten a little bit more open, which there was some open passes in the end zone that Desmond Ritter didn't see. So it's an overall thing. And, you know, everything is so quick and intense and Desmond Ritter is just not being able to see it but it can be cleaned up as time progresses and he's getting his confidence in. He's getting confidence in and that's what you really want to see at a rookie quarterback who is what now 4-0 at home in the NFL and 30-0 altogether from college and NFL for like home record. So that's pretty dang good. But now he gets his road tests. And the Lions, guys, again, they're they're no joke because they are favorite as a field goal favorite this Sunday at Ford Field. So the game odds, the spread did open up at a minus five, but has dropped down to a minus three. I want to say that is the reason because of Jeff Akuda and Cordell Patterson will was in full participation at practice today, and it's looking likely that they will return this Sunday but we won't know nothing really until about Friday, maybe Saturday kind of updates right in there. The money line, it did open up as a plus 180 for the Atlanta Falcons, but did drop to a plus 143 with the public bet sitting at 24% right there. So if you are taking the Atlanta Falcons, which you should be, this is great money for you to earn right here. Uh, Total over and under is 46 points. Vegas is, or the public bet, I should say, is taking the under at a 57%, so still not quite as confident that this game will be under 46 points, but still just enough to you know win you some money at the end of the day. Uh, and I was recently on the Lou Gallimans show, and he said to himself that he expects there to be a lot of points being scored this Sunday. And I told him, I was like, yeah, you're right. There could be a lot of points to be scored. But how the Falcons are going to win this matchup this Sunday, it's all going to come down to the run game. 
because when you look at the the run game for the Atlanta Falcons, we of course are the fourth best running offense at 170.5, and the Lions against the run are the ninth best rushing defense in the National Football League. So we're going to have our hands full right here. Bijan is definitely going to have to find some more open spaces and cut out more. And, and of course, Tyler Algier as well. Now, as far as the passing game goes, I'm not particularly too worried because Desmond Ritter can make those short and intermediate throws. But when you really, what you really need out of Desmond Ritter this Sunday is to make those long throws because this defense for the Detroit Lions, they're 25th against the pass and we're 29th. So it could be in a little bit of an even matchup right there. But if Desmond Ritter can find his open man downfield, aka Drake London and Kyle Pitts, we we got the we got the passing game covered, but the running game is definitely going to be challenged this Sunday. And if we can exploit that run defense for the Lions, I think the Falcons can win comfortably by a touchdown this Sunday in Ford Field and improve to three and zero in the season. And I believe this will be the first time since 2017 as well that the Atlanta Falcons will go three and zero. So we'll have to wait and see this Sunday, but everything kicks off at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fox if you are in the Atlanta area. Sorry for people in the Detroit area. I don't know much about your TV programming up there. Pretty sure it's probably going to be a Fox affiliate right up there. Not sure, but for the Atlanta area, I know it's Fox 5 Atlanta. Location, of course, is Ford Field, Detroit, Michigan at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Sunday, September 24th. So, guys, what do you think? Do you think the Atlanta Falcons will improve to 3-0 this season or will fall to the Detroit Lions and go 2-1? But anyways, but guys, that is all the time I have for today. I hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your preferred podcasts. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Give me a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Sure does help. Make sure to check out the t-shirts, guys. More designs are on the way. But until then, I'm Ike Morgan. We'll catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.